Like, go speak. Nah. Nah, I'm only kidding on. I'm only kidding on. <laughs> I was only kidding on. <laughs> I'm only kidding on. We're just trying to get Laurie to work our earphones. Both. Is it work now? No, like it's connected to that, but it's because it's just because the phone. Listen, as long as you can hear me, it's fine. It's just I need to wear my headphones, otherwise there's an echo, so we'll be all right. But welcome, how's things, mate? You good? Thank you. Yep, really good. Thanks for coming on. Obviously, no, really good. Like I love like um, talking about the charity, so you know, because I just like to spread the word on it, and I like to make sure that people know that it's there. Um, so it's it's lovely to have the opportunity to do it. Because I think people know you as like, because I see you every second Insta story as some mad <laughs> bird <else>. getting something <laughs> hoovered on them, something rubbed, <laughs> stabbed <laughs> off you. Do you know what I mean? So I think people know you as that, but they yeah. don't actually maybe know the charity side. Yeah. But I think do. Like, the charity is definitely getting more and more known. I'm quite lucky because in, like obviously I've got clients who come, so it's great being able to like, just talk to people about it every day. Like people who actually need the services as well. So I've already feel like I've got a hub of people that we can we can mm-hmm. help. Um, but obviously we want to grow it and grow it and yeah, hundred percent. So let's talk fab. Do you want to tell people what it is and how you get into it? I've already did a wee bit of a trigger warning at the start of this podcast. Yeah. Just because I said twenty twenty one, I had a miscarriage and then fell pregnant again and had an ectopic pregnancy. I um. At the time, just kind of like felt like I had to go on with it. It was just a bit of a weird kind of. Mm-hmm. It was a weird time. Like it's really hard for me to even explain how it was because it just kind of felt as if everybody else was just like nobody really spoke about it to me. Nobody brought it up. No, and I was just kind of like thinking how I was feeling was wrong because mm-hmm. nobody was asking. You know that way, like you know, if you hurt your arm, somebody asks you, "How's your arm?" Because uh-huh. you can actually see the heart you're you're hiding behind. Nobody was really asking the question, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Everyone always like, oh, you're really strong. But anyway, it was months and months later, I started having like nightmares that I was still pregnant. I was getting up in the middle of the night doing pregnancy tests. Fucking I knew I was pregnant. I had an ectopic pregnancy, which resulted in surgery. So I knew uh-huh. that I wasn't pregnant. Like, But I was thinking, Googling, can they make a mistake? Like, what the fuck? Like, See, at that time like, when you were... But did you feel like this is mental, or were you just like, did someone say? I was say, I was going off my head. Did so you? Like genuinely, like I have never experienced feeling so so low in my life. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, to the point that I did actually take pills and drink and try to like take my own life. Um, that's how low I got. But that's wow. because I didn't. I've never experienced that. Like I'm quite so one of these people. Something happens. It happens. You move on quite quickly from it, right? But then now when I look back and I'm thinking, was all those previous traumas, did it all just come to a head as well? Because this was yeah. one thing I had no control over. I couldn't control mm-hmm. what happened. Like, couldn't stop it from happening. And I just, it was, honestly, it was just horrific. So the more and more I sh- shared my story about it, I realised that I wasn't the only person that actually had happened to. And even just the duty of care that came from, like, the aftercare at the hospital or the doctor or anything like that everybody kind of just panned off with pills or like you so know what is the process like say if you have a miscarriage do you go to the doctors and say what kind of what's the process for no, this nothing. there's absolutely so nothing. nothing like literally you just like phone up and say like you think you're having a miscarriage and they're like well kind of well if you are then 
pretty much that's it. Nobody sees you. You're Nobody joking. That's crazy. So, so honestly, see, when I was going through the, the next pregnancy, right, which was actually really quick after the first one. So again, yeah. I thought it was crazy because I actually thought, is this the first one? And I've not miscarried, like, because it happened so quickly, right? So wow. I was thinking, oh my God, my God. So then I'm phoning up the early pregnancy unit and I'm explaining the situation and they're like, oh, it could be the same one. We don't know, but we'll do it. We'll get you in. So anyway, they, they weren't open till the following week, but I was bleeding so heavily. I just and I didn't know what to do. I actually went to um accident emergency, right? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know what to do at this time. I was just like all over the place. They had just closed over the weekend, and I went up and do you know what? See the the doctor that took the he took a urine sample and he's like, "Can I just ask why you're so upset?" No fucking way, right? And I was just like this thinking. Well, and then I was no asking why I was upset. Cause then I was thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't be so upset. Like, why am I? Why yeah. am I crying? I didn't it's, actually know, right? But that, how then, terrifying is that, man? Like, t- but, but just the, the actual hospital saying that to you, but also the confusion of like, because <laughs> I was just sitting there with myself, like, cause it was COVID times and all, like, kind of. Okay. So you were only allowed in the hospital yourself, anyway, right? So then I was like sitting thinking, fuck it, like. Am I like am I like being a drama queen here? Am I being dramatic, thinking crazy, crazy things? Pure right? so medical anyway, gaslighting in it. It's like, are, are you do you want to be pregnant like that? And I was like, well, I just don't know what's happening in my body. Like, I'm a bit confused. Like, what's going on? <laughs> anyway, he then did a urine sample and sent me home and said, "No, you're not pregnant, right?" So I was like, this away up the road, heavy bleeding. It was just terrific. And then I kept having all the pains in my tummy again. Again, so Monday came, the early pregnancy unit, phoned them. They said, listen, just come down, we'll see you. Went out you down and they'd done a test and I was pregnant. And they'd done so, a blood test and I was pregnant, right? So that, and that that's the one that ended in ectopic pregnancy. So see if I didn't have my wits about me to follow that up. That's something that could actually kill you if, if that ruptures in your it body can. with internal bleeding. 100%, so they yeah, yeah. sent me home, told me basically to stop being so upset that I wasn't pregnant and away you go. And I was just like... That's fucking terrifying, isn't it? Terrible. It's so bad. So then it's so bad. The weeks went on, the weeks went on, and that was fine. And then as the weeks went on, obviously we realised it was the, the hormone levels weren't increasing and it was... Um, to be obviously like I had to go and get surgery to get it um, removed, which was 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 hard because again you're in hospital at the time, like mm-hmm. and it's it's not a nice experience to be going through. Um, but like I said, once I started sharing the story, that's when I was like, when and then I was starting to feel better later on. I, that's when I set up the charity, uh-huh. and the charity is there as a support network to support people who like me. At three o'clock in the morning, I think she's going off or not taking pregnancy tests, but like had nobody to really reach out to. Like there was but no. Even from when the I start, told, there was when I had the surgery. They, I remember the nurse waving me at the door, like we'll come for a facial, and I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! I was to myself, like, like what the. F- Huge trauma happen. though, man. Huge yeah, trauma. Like, you come for a facial, and I'm like, yeah, of course, come in for a facial. Like, and then, but like I say, I think because everybody was so blasey around me at the time, it didn't hit me until I was on my own, and like, I was just like, it was just a horrible experience. It's and a horrible like, experience, but also the hormones in it. Like, so you get these it. big pregnancy hormones surging, and then obviously when you have a miscarriage, all those hormones. 
Do you know what I mean? They're still there. And then the added loss, trauma, grief. Mm -hmm. And then it's such a shocking care for women. Like that whole treatment sounds fucking terrible. And see if you took your car or your dog somewhere and you get that treatment, you'd go somewhere else. You'd be like that. I'll go somewhere else. This is a bit shit. But there's nothing out (laughs) there, isn't there not? The worrying part is it's like if somebody like wasn't willing to stand up for themselves and get that double checked, like But even to think to do that just just deal with that and just let let that happen and then that would escalate into a worse um, problem for them. Mm -hmm. So that's why the charity was born. And see now when I look back on it, I'm gonna say like I actually think it was one of the best things that could have happened in my life for me to hit that rock bottom mm-hmm. because, like, I've came back from it really, really strong and <clears throat> obviously the charity as well. So. How long ago was all that that happened to you? Yeah. Like, how? 2021, so not that long ago. So it's like, not that long, but you're like, you get people like you that when something's happened to them, they'll turn it into something positive and you get something out of that. Do you know what I mean? You get people like that and I think it's dead good and it's dead brave that now you're actually doing something positive. So see how from your kind of treatment and all that, what did you do to feel better? Did you kind of put all your efforts into um, work? or No, so like I actually took a wee bit of a step back for work. I mm-hmm. think not a step back, I was still working. But I actually put the energy into me and I think it's something I've never really done a lot of in my life. Like I started going to like wellness retreats, like cold mm-hmm. water therapy, just walking, working out, just basically looking after my myself and self care, man. Basically, yeah. And I know mm-hmm. it's like we should all do it, but we don't we all get caught up in life, unfortunately. Life takes over, doesn't it? Work takes over hundred percent, mate, yeah. But see like that's what the retreats are all about. Like, it's not about coming and going, oh, I'm Laura, I had a miscarriage. Like, it's it's about you finding you again mm-hmm. and actually, like, putting yourself first for a day and then hopefully growing, like, after that. And you're in a group setting with other people in the same situation. So I think that's helpful, isn't it? To, you've got 10, 15 people there and you're free to talk about it as much as you want because you, what you'll do is you'll find a pal. Like, that's what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. That's what happened for the last three years. Like, people, they'll find someone and then they'll start talking and then round the, the lunch, people have a wee cry. Then they pull themselves together again and then they'll go for a nice walk and do all mm-hmm. the nature stuff. And, it's and you're up at um, Margaret's place, aren't you? Yes. And so Margaret and Andy, they host every event, you know. like She's brilliant, isn't she? So the food and all that, do you know what I mean? Like so just good. People that as well, like isn't it? Like and that's mm-hmm. what like you do. Like it's teaching people the right food to go with the hormones because it affects absolutely everything, doesn't it? Really? I know, like, man. Your health is everything. But the thing about it is, is what's good about what you're doing is. So I mean, I've got the membership with all the women, and we've got a couple in there who've had miscarriages, and I couldn't, apart from you, really find what the path would be. You know what I mean? I'm asking you, what do you do when you have a miscarriage? Like, actually, that's the well, basic no of... You need three before they will even entertain you. Is that what the actual rule is? So you need to have yes. three miscarriages before So I just see before I came on this call, I have this over at the Nuffield at a gyno um, appointment okay. there, right? And um, because I've just, like, I've had gyno problems my whole entire life, right? And they've just obviously, they've had surgery to check and say they find nothing, right? Right now, I feel as if I'm walking about holding a 
brick at my pelvis, right? I feel like every time I stand up, I'm pulling my brick up, right? It's not okay. It's not normal. It's not, it's not normal. But anyway, she's done a scan and all that there again. She's like that. Everything like is absolutely fine and like blah blah blah. So I'm just like, right, okay, that's fine. Like I'm back on really good clean eating, making sure I'm looking after myself, trying to regulate my own hormones, whatever. But then that's what she said, like. I would advise you to like keep trying and if it happens again then like go to the early pregnancy and they'll help you and I'm just like thinking Really? So you need to go through like That's it's already like, traumatic twice already. It's so poor as fuck, mate. So there's no there's no path at all until you have three. But even you, you you're like that, you've had like problems like with your female health, like all your life going, things aren't right. And do you know what? I really wanted to get lots of women on because I don't know if you know this bird, she was called Vivian, the WPT. Had you ever seen? Oh, yes, I know that's exactly Fuck like, off. Yeah. I can't get her out of my head because have you seen her Instagram? Like, I don't know her personally, I just know her because she's in the fitness industry. Yeah. But I thought to myself, something needs to be done because see that poor girl, man. Yeah, actually, she documents. She's bleeding for a fucking year, going to the doctors and they're going like that to her. Uh, it's just some things we don't know. You just need to live with it. Now, come on to fuck. I the, that's, the that's, actually, that's what they just said to me there. And that's a private hospital. That's not even NHS. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I was like, is it normal for me to feel like I've got a brick? Like inside no. me, like an actual brick? Like, oh, I guess and like oh my God, like strains poor like that like are you all right and I'm like no no man <laughs> and then I think oh my god am I just the drama queen like that's what you start to believe that you're but it's pure happen. medical gaslighting man because it's like you go and you're made to feel stupid and like you know something's not right with your own body like when I was watching back that girl um Viv's Instagram and she's like saying she can't even go on an overnight she has to take a change of clothes mm. like all our symptoms, man, there's no fucking way if a guy went to the doctors with all of that, they'd get sent away. Do you know what I, I mean? Know. Whereas women were like, oh, 10 a pet. oh, well, do you know what I mean? I and the result of that is that girls lost their life. Do you know what I mean? I, I just fucking, sh- I think it's shocking. So, it's do you want to get some, so we need to just make so much like awareness of this kind of shit, mate, because. That was the reason why I went and booked another appointment there, because because of it. Because was, I was it? Because you're like. Story and I was thinking to myself, there's a, like, I don't get the head of bleeding, right? But I get all the other things. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like, I was at that, do you know what? Like, I'm just going to contact my insurance and say, I, I want to. I'm lucky I've got insurance, so you know what I mean, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, but again, I've just came away and I'm just. You've like, came away like that, feeling like a pure daft like you've wasted time. their time. Do you know what I mean? And it is shocking, and I feel like that girl has passed away, but we need to use her to like warn more women and get things like this like what you're doing like in front of people because that needs to be our legacy of that do you know what I mean she was such a even just knowing her in the fitness that she was so like bubbly and out there pure bird power wasn't she and then that and you're just like fuck off to the But that's the thing it's getting the message out there right it's like nobody it's getting it out there mate nobody does I've had meetings with the NHS about let's talk AFAB and like at first, I thought they were really successful meetings. They were, um, I was had Zoom calls with them, mm-hmm. like different people, met up with other people, and then we basically we were asking could we put a flyer in the ward, mm-hmm. like just basically with our charity details, blah blah blah. We we're not asking for any money. We were not asking for nothing, just mm-hmm. the flyer. But then they came back and they were like, "Oh, we just don't feel that like these are like there yet." 
What? And we, and I was like, but like, so tell us what we need to do then. Like, what okay. So do? what like, was the, Yeah, what was the feedback then? Tell me what is required and what we need to do to tick your boxes. And they were just like, oh, well, you need like to have maybe a bit more training. But then I was like, right, so what type of training do we need? Mm-hmm. Nobody actually answers the question. It's honestly, I, like, I was ready for at one point just going, do you know what? Like this is too because it's stressful for me and it makes me upset yes. that people are not listening. That this is a service that's been used and been used very successfully and helping lots of people. Like it's yeah. helped so many people. It's actually helped so many people fall pregnant because we've managed to get them to a point of calm, look after themselves, and things have just happened naturally. Like so, why does nobody want to like? Nah, help? I know it's it's shocking. I said, I'm prepared to spend more money to make this work. Like, yeah. I'm, I put my own money into this. Like, I want to make sure this is successful. Like, so if you tell me I need to go on a four week long training course, I'll go and do it. Like, mm-hmm. and tell me what I need to do. Nothing and was it nothing? Anything. It's just been nothing. You just get past contact this one, contact that one. Everybody just seems to pass you about. It's on. So I got to a point. I was like, do you know what? Take a step back. Take a deep breath. I'm just going to grow it organically, see what we're doing. What we're doing is good, and it, it'll just catch on. Just using, no, so you just need to use it. Social media. Mm-hmm. Then recommend if you help a thousand people over a couple of years, that thousand people are going to. That's exactly exactly that, that's mate. And just getting in front of faces, like you know getting what, doing this it. kind of thing. We have our retreats are filled every month. We've got one-on-one services with a therapist. We've actually just get a therapist join our team. Um, we try to do group work initially, right? Always group work because I feel like that's so much better for people to know there's more people yes. out there. Well, it's a tribe, isn't it? Yes, that's it. So you want to mm-hmm. do that. Then you can share tips of different things you're all good doing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we took on a one-on-one therapist because we realised that some people do need to have that. Like, it's, um, it's Yeah, you need that option, don't you? Because... We are grown and we're growing our services and we're growing what we're, what we're doing and what we're offering people so we are doing it constantly and like you know it's we just keep doing but what you, we're doing but you started this like from nothing didn't you like and put yeah. everything into yourself and that's it's hardcore man do you know what I mean it's like you're having to run all the pump the social media side and doing all that it's, I just absolutely love it like I'm not joking it's hardcore anybody that contacts us I speak to them personally yeah look at that how do you have the time to do that and I was like but I'll make the time. I said, at the end of the day, like, I'm already busy, right? If you mm-hmm. want something done, just give it to someone who's busy because it will just get done. And I know, it. man. You're productive. Uh-huh. I'm so much more productive. See, over Christmas, I was actually like that. Like, I ended up turning to Lisa's off because I was the... I know, I'm the same man, but you're like that. I should rest. Do you know what I mean? There is a point of, like, I should have a day off. Yeah, but, like, I enjoy it. I love it. Um, I love talking to people. And I love just letting people know that there's somebody there for them because mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Like, I've spoke to people late at night, like, when they need somebody to chat to, you know, like, and people say, oh, does it not bring things back up for you? And I said, yeah, but in a good way because... If does it? Because I was going to ask that. Like, it do doesn't you... affect me at all. Like, does in it a not? Negative, you know, it, it really doesn't because it only affects me in a negative way when I, I'm not getting to where I want to be. Yes. Like, that's my drive, like, but that's, I'm always like that anyway, right? I feel but, like. But, ah, you're like a type A sort of person, but do you feel like it helps you in a way, sort of on that process because you're helping other people? So you're. Yeah. Um... Absolutely, because, like, I just feel like 
who else was that person going to speak to if I never picked up the phone? No, nobody. Uh, there's nobody there, mate. So for me, that's like me help making a change to that person and making sure that they know that there's somebody there and that they'll never feel how I felt. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I don't is it a is it a like a kind of grieving process? Is it like the five stages you kind of go through when you for do me, lose a baby, or like like for I people? Think like you, I think it, it all stems to hormones. I think um, mm-hmm. some people maybe move on from it quite easily. Like, and that's great if you yeah. do. But I think for me, I'm quite sensitive to hormones anyway. Like, if I took the pill for one day, I'd be an absolute crazy. Mm-hmm. Just can't take any contraception, just far too sensitive. So that transition of your body changing with pregnancy hormones. And I felt like they were in my body for about a year. Like I genuinely felt like Aye, it was a long time. I felt mm-hmm. like I was going through a pure motion of a pregnancy for such a long period. So I think that everybody goes through it differently depending on what their hormones are like and how they respond to that. Mm-hmm. So see for your type of service then, do people get in touch with you? when they're just struggling finding so we basically we advertise our services that it's from the stage of trying to conceive so fertility awareness stuff so well, people that's why it's called fab because it stands for fertility and birth right uh-huh. so we we're going to call it fertility and baby loss but then we talk about when we support people in a fertility journey we want to let them know that when they have their baby we're still there mm-hmm that's why so it's like from the stage of fertility to birth but everything in between whether it's people going through IVF they just can't conceive they miscarry they have a stillborn we want to be able to create a space for everyone to be mm-hmm. able to realize that there's a uh, support there um, because I think it's a big thing for a bird when they can't get pregnant or when something like this happens because people feel like they've sort of failed it being a woman really because that's the thing so it just mm-hmm. consumes their life because then all your friends are having babies yeah it's like they're so consumed by that's what you want and then that's why the, our message is self-care because everything is an energy isn't it like how like yes. i know when i've been really low and really poor like it's really hard to get yourself out of that hole but when 100%. i'm really low, yeah everything good happens and it really does but in it I know it sounds dead like, oh, it's easy to say that, but I, I always just think I wish you could look forward and see that you're going to feel better in a few months. It's, it's going to be all right, yeah. It's going to always be okay, but like it's just you can't sell yourself that at the time, and everybody mm-hmm. goes through it, and everybody does. We just want to make that period for people a wee bit easier to say, mm-hmm. we're here, we want to help you, we want to show you that when you're at home on your own, and you're having a panic attack, this is what you can do and it'll make you feel better. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. we can't be with everyone every single day, but we can certainly give them tools to teach them. It's the tools, that. isn't it? Because there's nothing out there and you're right, there's just nothing. There's nowhere even to go to, like, get some information. Obviously, um, I came onto your page because of the Girls My Membership because there was nowhere to go. Um, I didn't know you did stuff like fertility and all that as well. So yeah, do you because it's mm-hmm. like cause I thought I feel like I've, that was the first time I was ever pregnant. Not that I'd ever tried. I always just thought I couldn't be pregnant. It was just something in me. Oh really? That so I feel as if that's why I want to cover that as well because I feel like it's something that's been on my mind my whole entire life. Do you know what I mean? actually? I've never spoken about it. I've never said. I've just always said in the back of my head. I don't think 
it had never been pregnant. Like, that's so strange uh, that you would. I just something... so I just think it's really important that we open it up and don't close the door to anybody. It's mm-hmm. and see the amount of people that have had babies, right? Like, you might look at the charity page and. I want to spread happiness on our page, and I know sometimes, like, if you can't, if you're finding it hard, it's really hard to see other babies, and I get that. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to engage people in happiness and joy, and it does get better. Yes. And what's happened, and we don't want to be throwing babies in people's faces and making them upset, but we're trying to change their mindset a wee bit. It's the mindset into it that's the powerful too. All this grieving, unhappy mm-hmm. stuff. I'm sorry, I just don't think that helps people move on. I feel like we want you to come and say what you've got to say, get it out there, chat about it, but we want you to ideally just be, accept what's happened, um, move on. I see on that on the page. Uh-huh. Your body and look after your mind and hopefully things can change for your future, you know, like. Mm-hmm. It's, I saw I saw the page and it is quite a positive kind yeah, of Instagram and stuff. To be because you can't just, negativity like it's fine to be negative and great fine to be sad and we actually encourage you to cry like do you know what I mean get it out mm-hmm. there but we want you to grow like you want to grow from what's happened and if you if you don't let grow go then you will never grow. you don't so you true, don't though. it's so true mate so see so see on your wee day retreats talk me through a full day so what happens you obviously you're selling you're doing some in 2024 some yeah, day so retreats. We've got, we've got them all. They're all booked for the rest. For the, uh, we've got one a month. We do them in Arica, which is just near Loch Long. So arrival ten a.m. And it is gorgeous. It's a fucking oh, beautiful. And well, I'm always. When I was going through my own journey. Like, Did you? The so that's where I used to go. So that's why I spoke to Andy and we launched them there because I just feel for me. Like, even if you just wanted to sit on the sofa for half an hour and not talk yes. to anybody, you can just go and do what you want. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking beautiful setting, man. Setting big walk, big house, stillness, fast. mountains, water. So I'm like, to Margaret, how you got this, Margaret? Gaze it. I know. It's lovely, isn't it? It's just, ah, it's it's just lovely. I just love it. And I love them as people. And Andy is just the most nicest, calmest person ever. To he is. Andy's a breathwork coach, isn't he? So Andy's the Margaret's son. Margaret's son. So Andy, I've known way before even that, and um, he was I was doing some breathwork stuff with him through COVID and stuff like that. So that's how I started to find it. Brilliant. And then, but I couldn't think of anything better than to have them do it because they have just got nice energy, and you just Lovely. need that. So you'll arrive at introduction, then Andy will usually take you outside and like if you've never done anything like this before, it can feel a bit strange, right? Of course it can. You feel sometimes you feel a bit like a tit doing stuff like that, don't you? Oh, making noises and whatever and you know what? But you're like, what the heck am I doing here? The uh-huh. first time you see the when you do it, you you just feel so good. Mm-hmm. And then they'll do like lunch. Margaret make everybody a really healthy lunch. Then they'll go do like a nature walk. You'll take them to a wee spot. Like, can I do breath works looking out into Loch Long? Just again, 
giving you time to just be on your own or with your husband or your wife or your Mm -hmm. partner, whatever, like, you know, just get an opportunity to reconnect as well. Because I know that when people are going through IVF, like, they're pure each other I think like it's, you know, it's rough challenging time like for people do you know what I mean to go through mm-hmm. that experience so like this is an opportunity for people to just be like let's recap yeah. let's even and, and we've had feedback as well from guests that said I didn't know he felt like that because really I didn't know she felt like that and there was one particular couple and they basically said that that was so good for them and they ended up falling pregnant naturally after that that's amazing was they felt like they had a connection. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sorry, I keep running off in the tangent here, right? But then they'll go back to the house and then they'll do the saunas and they, they'll win the saunas and then they'll go in the cold water and then, again, Andy just teaching them all the techniques of the breath work and how to control the breathing and basically teaching them so that when they go home and they've got a day where they're just, like, up the high door... They can they do can it. Just take that, that moment. Bring you know it back I mean? to present, yeah, isn't it? rest of your life when you've learned it like mm-hmm. so our retreats are open to anyone so men women same-sex couples single people who are going through fertility mm-hmm. as well like if you're on your own you can come on your own you don't have to come as a, a couple some couples don't want to do that together there's plenty of people there that you can mix from everyone is always lovely you know like there's never been any mm-hmm. negative it's always been a nice experience um can come as many times as you want as well so it's not okay, like, yeah i was going to ask that if it's not like one shot and then that i thought i didn't know if it was like a one-time thing or you could no, you can like, attend as many as you want so if you need to go every single month you just go every single month uh-huh. and like the plan is like we want to hopefully try and get our own like um premises like well, like location so that we can just actually run regular workshops because we do have workshops that run like when we have a four-week workshop doing something but sometimes we're a bit all over the place at different locations so you're wanting a kind of base this year we're going to have our own base and that's where we're going to run lots of different workshops so if anybody obviously is interested just keep an eye on the website i think that's a good thing to do because you can do loads of stuff like even just like i send loads of my clients to things like the postnatal the prenatal yoga stuff like that so it'd be good for this type of we've got our own hub our own spot you can do stuff but then we can also then rent that space out to other people 100 percent. you know what i mean like but i do think it would i think people like to know where they're going and especially if you're already anxious or nervous or whatever if you're going to the same place all the time it makes life a little bit easier so that's what we're in the middle of looking for just now um so that we can enhance on the do you have one have you got one in mind are you just been looking at different premises and stuff like that just like kind of around glasgow so i had a meeting with the council as well last week so hopefully surely surely the council have something for you. I've been trying to pin someone down from there. Yeah, it. So it's like a, a charity that works with part of the council. But see, mm-hmm. I've actually got to see face to face. Like, So she's like, don't worry, I'm not going to abandon you. Like, I'll like, help if there's anything they can do like, to support us or whatever. So hopefully going forward. Because the thing That's... is, it's, you open a premises, right? Mm-hmm. We only the only money we have is the money that our fundraise for, right? So it's only fundraising. We don't get any grants. We don't get any support. But you're like, and we've got good money in the bank. We've raised a lot of money in the last couple of years, 
and a lot of it we've paid for all our services pretty much for the year so we can do it but it's like what if you get overwhelmed as well mm-hmm. the people then all running in and then the money runs out and then you're shut money sit- runs out that's it so we need to we need to just do this carefully yes a planning to make sure that we are supported with the council and that we've got the right premises how do you how do you fundraise for the charity um, so I, the last couple of years, I've just done, like last year, I've done the Three Peaks. The year before that, I've done the West End and Way. And then have a ball, charity ball. Do you so, do the charity ball stuff? Does that work quite well for you? Yeah. So we normally, like, I mean, I think the first year we raised, like, 30 odd grand at the ball. That's on it. fucking good. We were almost, we were like 30 odd grand last That's year. That's amazing. We raised about 50 grand each year, like, for the uh-huh. first year, second year. So, so that just shows you, but, like, how people are behind this sort of charity yeah, and, that's support. and then that's when the NHS are like nah how it's just one of them things I think there's just too many people that they couldn't support it because it would just eat so much money so they're better just brush it under the carpet like it doesn't happen yeah it is skin the um, NHS do you know what I mean that's it. I just think there's too many people going through these traumas that they can't but I just think if we support people from the outset you might then prevent mental health issues later in life well you will I was having a tablet right so it's like take the tablet but then I'm then going to be dependent on the tablet it's very so hard to come off then I need to get off the tablet it's so hard to come off the tablet as well so mm-hmm. I think I was on that for two weeks and I was oh my god I need to get, that, get rid of that I'm did you not that. feel good on the tablet Flatline. I just knew that it wasn't my solution. I just, I yeah. just knew it wasn't my solution, and I was like, I'm just can't take them. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I know what you're saying because, but sometimes people need it to take the edge off to then start working on the solution. But it's not the solution. It's never the solution. And no, when you're starting, it. yeah, but you're starting something with it. People have to do that, put the work in, do the self care. It's quite hard. I mean, I'm in this industry, mate. It's the west of Scotland. So when you tell people they maybe need to do something for themselves, they're like, see you later. You're like, I know. Sorry, no. I need to take my mouth for the messages. Do you know? What I mean, I'll. Ne- I just want the pill. Okay, I'll get I a know. pill. So. Like for you doing that, listen, we're going to get proactive, get everybody talking, learn and the, the breath is, work. See if people even reach out, isn't it? Or like, you know, like I'm pure on the phone, text them, like, right, how are you getting on? You mm-hmm. got to come. Like, you know, I'm Hi. like pure, hurry up, get just, uh-huh. I'm like, it's so many people that I've been like, are you coming to one of these retreats yet? And they're like, and they end up giving in to me and they do it. And then they ask me and they're like, oh, that was, they're like, that was the best thing ever. I don't know why I never. Of course it's going to be in you investing yourself, your health, this fertility, getting over something, it's the fucking best thing you'll do. But imagine even we have to convince people to do it. It's crazy, no. isn't it? I'm like, oh, God. Do you want to do the pub and go for a drink? Oh, I, oh <laughs> fucking no questions asked, man. I'm always like that. Should we move to Dubai where there's maybe a better market for fucking health? Because it's hardcore, man, here, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. But I just don't think we've been really brought up to be that pushed into us. I think no. hopefully, hopefully with the generation coming through now, we can maybe drum it and frame a bit more. I think they're a wee bit more on the ball with like mental health and understand things a bit more. Whereas, like, see, like my mum's generation and all that, they're like, you just need to get them gone with it. <laughs> I know. Just get them gone with it. Everything. And that's the thing, and like I, that's the kind of like I have kind of have that attitude as well. But that mm-hmm. was just for the first time ever in my life that I thought, "Fuck, I actually can't get up." That must like, have been scary just for being out of control like that. Do you I know what I mean? Like thinking, "Oh my god!" And see if it wasn't for me having the business, I don't actually know what where I would have been at. Mm-hmm. Because I 
I had to get up to go to work. Like, I would never have cancelled on my clients. Like, you can't even never... you're self-employed. It's pish. It's not even about the money. It was just, I would just never do that uh-huh. to my clients. Like, so, in a way, I'm lucky I had that. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it could have been a lot worse. And what about, like, your partner, like, going so through this? So, the partner this? at the time, well, that we broke up as well. So, like, Did you? Uh, so, yeah, I'm with someone else now. We are married. Like, but at that time, like... Not like we actually broke up between the two pregnancies. It was so really? bizarre. It was just it just was weird. Like, not being right for each other, or like all that, that stress. That's what I was thinking. Like, this maybe that was all a sign that we maybe were made, like, yeah. And that's, but like nah, so like and he just he wasn't really great either. But it's just that's something I probably wouldn't even give him the time of day we're talking about it. Do you know that way? Uh-huh, but at least I, you... I had that breakup as well. Do you know what I mean? No one does. I you know, know, but seriously, no wonder because there's lots of fucking shit going on there. But I think it's quite good because when I was reading your website and all that, you were saying how that the guys can go along with to yeah. the the retreat, and I think that's actually dead important because I train a lot of guys as well, but they're not as kind of forthcoming with like emotion and chat as my bird clients. Do you know what I mean? So I think that's it's really guys, good. Guys think they need to be strong for their their women. Yes, like. You know, they think, oh, we are the, the guy and, like, we are fine. But it does affect them. And as we've learned, like, the guys that go along there are just like, this is just great. Like, mm-hmm. thank you so much for inviting me. Like, nobody's actually asked me how I am. Like, uh-huh. And even seeing their missus in a bit of a happier place. I know for me that would probably be all I was focusing on. Do you know what I mean? So it'd be good just that like, you've got that. We're both having self-care and that's important, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. I think, it's like, a- it's the connection. That's what we're saying. We want people to reconnect with each other. Mm-hmm. I've got. So I've got a question. Um, I asked my membership if they wanted to ask you. And so, one of the girls said, "I have a question for Laura. So I'm starting to feel happy again. So she's not long had a miscarriage, right? Which is bringing guilt for some reason. Yeah. But anyway, I feel like it's going to hit me in a year or two." For some reason, when anything traumatic or big life-changing happens to me, I'm absolutely fine. Then suddenly it'll hit me a couple of years later. Is that a thing that you've seen? You've kind that of... Can that can happen if you don't deal with what's happened. Like, So see what I was saying about accepting what happened? You're fine to be happy. You should be happy. Like, mm-hmm. you, know, you need to continue to live your life. You can't just be this girl. It's not your fault it's happened. Like... These are just these things that happen in life. But if you are questioning how you're feeling right now, then that's possibly a sign that I would suggest that she contacts us and we can put her in touch with a service for her to discuss that. Because if she doesn't discuss it now, something might happen in a year that triggers it. And then all the trauma from what's happened now comes back because she's not Mm -hmm. dealt with it. I think this too and I don't know if you've ever heard any of my chat or anything but because I deal with like women in the perimenopause this thing happened right so see when you get to perimenopause anything that you've not dealt with opens up in the perimenopause don't know why I think it's because in perimenopause there's a brain rewiring or something like that but it's like this major crossroads in your life and see things that you've not dealt with, maybe something like this, like having a miscarriage that you've, because it isn't a physical thing, like your arm breaking, like you were seeing at the start, you're just like, just got on with it and people aren't maybe asking you or maybe they don't want you, they're a bit like that kind of fucking awkward way. But I think if you don't deal with baggage and stuff like that, then 
perimenopause comes and it's like that bomb. Do you know what I mean? That's it. So, so I actually went back for therapy back just last year. Everything in my life was going so good, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, "Fuck, things are too good. What's happening here? This Aye. is a bit weird." So I actually put myself into therapy because I was just like thinking, scared. There was stuff. There was still stuff from probably from childhood. Really? And up and this when I started chatting to this guy, and um, obviously just maybe because my life was so good, and I was thinking, "Why is it so like? I don't know. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Whatever was going on anyway." But I knew, so it's like. If you're feeling like something's going to affect you a year down, you don't know that it's going to happen, right? We can't tell what's going to happen in the future. So just why not just go and speak to someone now yeah. about how you're feeling and nip it in the bud and don't. I think that too. Just, yeah. just in, just in the fucking five percent chance that it does. Yeah, that's it. Fucking... So just go and deal with it now, and then you don't need to worry about it in a year. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. you're really worried for a whole year about it, and it might never happen. Exactly, and it's that whole guilt thing as well, like. In it, like you feeling guilty because like I get a lot of mums and eh, my missus and all that. They get like the mum guilt when they're having a nice time and they've not around the wains and all that. And you're like, what? Do you know what I mean? Fucking delighted they're not here. You know, know what I'm saying though. Like, so you need the time. You need no, the time. You're you're glady pass it on my number or pass it tell it to go. I will do. There's and a few people. Her, you'll just tell her to go. Like, I'll, what happens is I'll have the initial call and I'll kind of judge from that what I feel people need. Mm-hmm. If I feel that they just need to talk to someone, I'll then make the connection and then I just leave them. And it's all paid for with their fundraising. So people, again, don't need to worry about Oh, really? That's really in. good. That's amazing, actually. I thought, I didn't know if you would have to pay a cost, like something. No, there's, there's no, we, we are trying to run it just based on the money that we fundraise with because not everybody's got spare money. No, I know, and it's... Because you can afford it, you can have it, but your mental health is equally as important to the next person, so, yeah, tell them to just reach out and ask. I will. I think she would like your retreats and stuff like that. She's into all kind of self-care and all that, so I think that a day like that with other women and everything, connection, because that's what it is. That's the power of conversation, man, isn't it? That's why we do the connection, because it's like... There's like groups of women that have done different wee things like connection sessions and they're all still friends. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the visual, that was the visualization like of why we were doing it. So the Good. people they had the connection and so on. So what's your self care like now? What do you do? What's a lot of self care? I still really do like look after myself, like go to the gym and stuff like that. Do you go to the gym? That's good. Yeah, go away for weekends, you know, like at like, I work really, really hard, and, like, I love my job. Like, I do love every bit of it, and I love every single aspect of everything I do. But I know that I need to take time off, because otherwise you just get absolutely shattered and scunnered. Shattered, man. And you're not giving the, the best of you, see, when you do oh, that. Because you are keeping the Glasgow and further out areas basically face and body together. Like, that is your... <laughs> You're the, everybody pretty. I mean, like, it's a fucking hard job in fucking Glasgow and <laughs> the surrounding areas, man. So well done, the fucking uh, wizard. The um, job is so good. I love the job. I've done it for 14 years. I just absolutely love it. I just love people. Like, I love doing nice things for people. And I know uh-huh. I get paid for it, right? But, like, I do enjoy every... See, seeing people that you've not seen for ages and then seeing your cuddles and it's so nice. And I think because I've got that customer service, the charity is just a natural... Extension you are a people person, do you know what I mean? So, like, that's a, a gift that you can give now, do you know what I mean? Because you are a people person. Yeah. 
It's but it is draining, isn't well. it? I think I think I'm antisocial now because I'm like dealing with clients. <laughs> I'm like, don't get me wrong, see, when I, the older I get, like now when I go on holiday, like I want to just go on holiday where there's nobody else about me. Same. Like, do you know what I mean? like, I'm the exact fucking same. I'm I can't like, get. I'm nowhere busy, somewhere where there's just literally like a wee bit of beach and we can just go to the beach or <laughs> Mate, seriously, that's the fucking dream. Now I need to go to holidays because of the kids what if that have got like Michael Jackson at night or. <laughs> or something like well, that. You just went to Tenerife there, and I was like trying to sneak away. It's my worst fucking me. nightmare. I was sneaking away to bed, like oh, Mate, else. I swear to fucking god, it's my worst. Seeing the same person at the buffet, like hi, yeah, <laughs> fucking. Then you've made a pal for Falkirk on your holiday, like I'm not happy. I don't want to go on holiday, and make friends. Yeah, ah, uh, oh, well, but same. No, I want like, get yourself. I just can't go at all, man. Like at all, it's fucking terrible. But I didn't know if it's the job because see, because we're so one on one all the time. I'm like. Is it our job that's made us fucking antisocial? I can't tell, I man. I know, but yeah, it's, it's just, I think it's just as you get older, to be honest, because when I was Fuck younger, man. all I wanted to do was go to big music festivals. Oh, and yes. The music, Archies. Travel over the world, honestly. Travel over the world. Rave. Aye. Sitting in a big field with thousands of people sweating. Remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, the photo Remember? I, I, I know, I saw, I saw wee birds, they were going out like for a night out and it was like half 10 and I was like oh my fucking god do you ever look in people's Instagram and they're out and you're like oh I'm so glad I'm in my house do you know what I mean I, I fucking I couldn't get worse now man it's I so know. funny how that changes we'll isn't pajamas. it pajamas that's it what do you want for Christmas pajamas pajamas <laughs> fluffy socks or something I that I can wear in my fucking house do you know what I mean I know man tragic isn't it it's definitely age I don't think it's it's just age we're just we're, we're, we're fucking content, content. I think it's contentness but when you get do older do you think I so think, I think when you're younger you're trying to you want everybody to be your pal and you want to make sure you go out yes. and think what's happening you're scared you're missing out on something then sitting you with get FOMO driving, you're like oh fuck everybody I don't, I don't give one fuck get me my pyjamas I'm staying in <laughs> don't give one fuck now I'm the exact same man I'm like, oh. imagine that now but obviously when we were out in the scene and all that there was no Instagram do you know what I mean? There was none of that pish. Imagine now sitting, <laughs> fucking missing out on all the parties. Like, oh, nah. I'm like, ah, see you later. Fuck off. Do you know what I mean? There was not phone, phone captured on phones. So mad. I wouldn't be able to do the job I do now if I was captured on fucking phones. Do you know what I mean? Like, was that you at tea in the park? Like, ah, nah, not me. No, don't know who that is. No, no I mean. Good days, though, weren't they? They were the best days. Fucking best days, mate. Mate, I would recover better from a fucking general anaesthetic (laughs) than a night out. Do you know what I mean? Genuinely, I wouldn't I wouldn't be okay. I'd be fucking hospitalized. So just before we finish, where are we going then with the charity? What's your big kind of vision for 2024? What are we thinking? My vision's always to have a phone line at the end of it, right? That was a bit naive. Brilliant. And set up a phone line. I'm just that you're we'll the phone line. Office, we'll get, we'll get, I'm just like, it'll be, it'll be fine. I'll be live next year, right? It doesn't quite happen like that. Obviously, oh. since I found out. But anyway, that's the long-term goal. So I think people ask you, what's your three- five-year plan? I've never planned anything in my life. But obviously, with the charity, it's not mine. and needs to be planned. So hopefully this year, we're going to get some premises and we'll be able to run regular workshops probably if there's one every day, great, every couple of days, whatever. That's. Nice, good. And we'll work mm-hmm. on, on the size of the space and how many people we can get in through the door. Um, but yeah, definitely long-term plan is to, like, I mean, then if you've got an office, so it would be easy enough to set up a phone line from your own kind of I would think so. Training volunteers and stuff like that. So 
for me, that's a long-term plan, but this year is to get ourselves a space that we can... Just making it more accessible for people. More accessible what about online? A space and then just like a space that's in the same space every time that people are. Mm-hmm. And also just like, I guess, just gaining a bit of trust with people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people are vulnerable and they are worried to speak out about themselves or at that first point to ask for help. It's not easy. No, it's um, not easy, man. Really not. But all I would say is, if anybody does, it's me that you speak to. Like, it, you don't go into an automated system, like, and nobody phones you back. If you message me, I'll probably phone you like right away. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's you're not waiting for anything. It's it's quite a quick process with us. That's so. good, man. That's so good. Right. So thanks so much, mate. I'm going to let you go now because you're a busy lady, man. No, I'm actually we're going to take Leah to see Taylor Swift tribute act. Oh, fuck. Uh, um, I know, and town. We're going for dinner first, so that's good. We've got to meet Joyce. I'm buzzing for that. Who, who is it? Because this wee girl's, the wee girls in here love Taylor Swift, so now I'm like, that, it sounds horrific, but now I'm going to buy tickets. Who is it? How'd I get tickets I for know, it? Act, it's on in the pavilion. Oh, Jane right. got them. <laughs> Try and find out if it's on another night or something, will right. you? Let me know. Right, thank you so much, honey. Thanks nice so much, mate. Talking. I'll get all the links and all that, right, set up for you so people can get in touch with you and we'll just spread the word, mate. Let, let, me know if you, let me know if you need any help from just a health PT point of view, if you need me on any talks or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Return okay, the okay. favour. Okay, honey, thank you so much, okay? Thank you so much, Bye. mate. Take care.